what's up you guys it's gemini 21 aka ray the lamb back again you know what you're tuning into universal chit chat aka universal spirit music gate so uh i'm doing a little little quick drop just to uh give some information real quick because once again i haven't been doing my podcast like i should be of course i said that already but um there's been some things going on in the world and i want to talk about a few of those things so what i'm gonna do is is i'm gonna start off talking about the seriousness of this pandemic going on i haven't addressed the issue in a while you know and for those of you who don't know what a pandemic is a pandemic is prevalent or over a whole country or the world it's an outbreak of a pandemic disease so a pandemic is something that's widespread something that's rampant something like an epidemic you know and um a pandemic is something that spreads to more than one continent you know in a short short period of time it can also become worldwide in a short period of time so let me just go be a little bit more specific and then we're gonna jump to talking about what what pandemic we're really dealing with now and then there's another one coming out a little crazy one with some piranhas or something make this quick so pandemics behind that it says local people the crowd is the epidemic of an infectious disease that was spread across a large region for instance multiple continents or worldwide affecting a substantial number of individuals a widespread epidemic disease with a stable number of infected individuals is not a pandemic. Widespread epidemic diseases with a stable number of infected individuals, such as reoccurrences of seasonal influenza, are generally excluded as they occur simultaneously in large regions of the globe rather than being spread worldwide. So, so you know, throughout human history, there's been a number of pandemics. One second, you guys. I don't want. We don't want no commercials. We don't want no commercials. So. Alright. So. This too shall pass. Okay, so um, let's jump back real quick. So, throughout human history, there have been a number of pandemics of diseases such as smallpox. The most fatal pandemic in recorded history was the Black Death, also known as the Plague, which killed an estimated 75 to 200 million people in the 14th century. The term had not been used then, but 
used for later, oops, sorry, used for later ep- epidemics, including the 1918 influenza pandemic, more commonly known as the Spanish flu. And a lot of people were talking about the Spanish flu right when, right when the, um, the coronavirus first came out. They were comparing it to things like uh, the Spanish flu and uh, there's another one I think they were talking about. I want to make sure. I think it was the Spanish flu, but named in a different name, as they said. Right now, I don't have it on the tip of my tongue. Real life. So this, this, an epidemic is something. A pandemic is an epidemic, and it, um, it occurs on a scale that crosses international boundaries. So it can go from one nation to another usually affects affecting people on a worldwide scale a disease or condition is not a pandemic merely because it is widespread or kills many people it must also be infectious for instance cancer is responsible for many deaths but it is not considered a pandemic because the disease is not contagious okay so you guys understand easily trans real life easily transmittable and not even simply infectious all right so in 2009 the world health organization who dropped the world dropped the words with enormous numbers of deaths and illnesses for from their definition in 2008 it also dropped the requirements of an influenza pandemic to be a new subtype with a simple reassortant virus, meaning that many seasonal flu viruses now could be classified as pandemic influenza, which is not hard to believe. I mean, in 2008, that was a while ago, but what's going on now, I can see. So let's let's jump to it real quick. Right now, we're dealing with the pandemic that I've heard of, which is the uh, monkeypox. So I'm gonna go into that real quick. We're going to go to this uh, CDC's current outbreak list, y'all. Because we know this is current. <laughs> so, um, hmm, U.S. So, we're going to look at the U.S. based outbreaks. Infectious disease outbreaks currently being reported by the CDC. Listings include those outbreaks for which content is currently published on the CDC website. Recent investigations report on CDC. Let me go. Let me make sure this music is doing the right thing. There we go. Make sure y'all hear me real good. 
All right. Um, so, not all of these have to do with the pandemic, apparently. But this is what I'm looking for. There's things that have to do with the pandemic. So, I, I don't know. I'm going to go ahead and just read all because it's still maybe useful to people. So, right now, we're dealing with a, as of August 22, unknown food, food source is causing a E. coli outbreak, you guys. Let me just go to click, click. Can't get the words out. Clicky click. Got a lazy tongue today. All right. So, E. coli outbreak with unknown food source. So a specific food has not yet been confirmed as the source of this outbreak, but many sick people reported eating sandwiches with romaine lettuce at Wendy's. Restaurants in Indiana, Michigan, and Ohio, uh-oh, and Pennsylvania before getting sick. So I just want to say, y'all, I did hear that, and when I heard that, I'm like, we got a lot of Wendy's over here in the hood. We definitely do, because I just came from somewhere where Wendy was like, Wendy's was not even five five minute walk away. It was like two minutes. Um, based on this information, Wendy's has taken the precautionary measure of removing the romaine lettuce being used in sandwiches from restaurants in that region. Wendy uses a different type of romaine lettuce for salads. Investigators are working to confirm whether romaine lettuce is the source lost my place is <laughs> the source of this outbreak and whether romaine lettuce uses used in Wendy's sandwiches was served or sold at other businesses Wendy's is fully cooperating with the investigation so that's what's going on there for the what should you do Let's see if this is a long, because, you know, we don't want to go through nothing too long. But we do, I do want to keep you updated, so. Might be a little detailed. So, what should you do? CDC has not, is not advising people to avoid eating at Wendy's restaurants or stop eating romaine lettuce. Wendy's has taken the precautionary measures of removing yeah. the romaine lettuce being used in sandwiches from yeah. restaurants in the region. At this time, there's no evidence indicate. Oh, sorry, my mouth is in the way. There's no evidence to indicate that romaine lettuce sold in grocery stores, served in other restaurants, or in people's homes is linked to this outbreak. And the CDC will update this advice if the investigation identifies food to avoid. Next, call your healthcare provider right away if you have any of these severe. Symptoms, E. coli symptoms, diarrhea, and a fever higher than 120, 102 degrees Fahrenheit, I'm sorry, diarrhea for more than three days that is not improving, bloody diarrhea, so much vomiting that you cannot keep liquids down, signs of dehydration such as not peeing much, dry mouth and throat, and feeling dizzy when standing up. Now, if you have E. coli symptoms, help public health officials solve this outbreak. Write down what you ate in the week before you got sick. Then report your illness to your local or state health department 
also answer public health officials' questions about your illness. Okay. So currently, the CDC is not advising businesses to stop or to stop serving any food, to stop selling or serving any food. So the symptoms of E. coli, most people infected with the shiga, I guess that's what that's saying, shiga, toxin-producing E. coli experience severe stomach cramps, diarrhea, and often bloody, and, um, well, the diarrhea is often bloody, and they experience vomiting. Symptoms usually start three to four days after swallowing the bacteria. Most people recover without treatment within five to seven days. Some people may develop serious kidney problems, hemolytic uremic syndrome, also called HUS, and they may need to be hospitalized. For more information about E. coli, see the the E. coli questions and answers page. So if you need to find more information about, let's see, let me just switch this E. coli the answers and questions page you can locate at cdc.gov slash e coli e c o l i slash general g e n e r a l slash index i n d e x dot h t m l Guys, that was so horrible that I straight up just lost my page. Watch how fast I get back to it, though. All right, so that was the end um, of that about the E. coli. So next up on the U.S.-based outbreaks is small turtles. Now, how many of you have heard small turtles? Small turtles are apparently carrying an infectious disease, Simonella infections. So, Simonella outbreaks are linked to small turtles. Seriously? Simonella outbreaks linked to small turtles. So we want to update on the source. Here we go. An online retailer, MyTurtleStore.com, has been identified as a source of illness in the multi-state outbreak. Five people report buying pet turtles with shells less than four inches long from MyTurtleStore.com before getting sick. The strain of salmonella making people sick is... In this, in this outbreak was also found at the MyTurtleStore.com facility. CDC continues to advise people not to purchase small turtles with shells less than four inches long from MyTurtleStore.com or from any other seller. Now, turtles and salmonella. A federal law bans the sale of distribution of turtles with shells less than four inches long as pets because they have caused many illnesses. However, These turtles can sometimes be found illegally online and at stores, flea markets, and roadside stands. Pet turtles of any size can carry salmonella germs in their droppings, even if they look healthy and clean. 
These germs can easily spread to their bodies, tank water, and anything in the area where they live and roam. You can get sick from touching your turtle or anything in its environment and then touching your mouth or food with unwashed hands and swallowing salmonella germs. So what should you do? If you're thinking of getting a pet turtle, only buy turtles with shells longer than four inches and buy them from a reputable pet store. Reputable pet stores do not sell turtles with shells less than four inches long. Pick the right pet for your family. Pet turtles are not recommended for children younger than five, adults age 65 and older, and people with weakened immune systems. So I bet you didn't know that. People with weakened immune systems. These people may more like um, are more likely to get a serious illness from germs that turtles can carry. Always take these steps to stay healthy around your pet turtle. Wash your hands. Always wash your hands thoroughly with soap and water right after touching or feeding your turtle, after touching or cleaning the area where it lives or roams. Adults should make sure young children are washing their hands properly. Next, play safely. Don't kiss or snuggle your turtle and don't eat or drink around it. This can spread salmonella germs to your mouth and make you sick. Keep your turtle out of your kitchen and other areas where you eat, store, or prepare food. Keep things clean. Clean your turtle supplies outside the house, if possible. These supplies may include its tank, toys, and feeders. If you keep clean supplies indoors, Oh, if you clean the supplies indoors, don't clean them in the kitchen or other areas where you eat or prepare food. Usually a laundry sink or a bathtub or thoroughly clean. Oh, and sorry, you guys, I keep like jumping over words. And thoroughly clean and disinfect the area right afterwards. Call your health care. Call your health care provider right away if you have any of these severe salmonella symptoms, diarrhea and fever higher than 102 Fahrenheit, diarrhea for more than three days that is not improving, bloody diarrhea, so much vomiting that you cannot keep liquids down, signs of dehydration such as not peeing, dry mouth and throat, feeling dizzy and standing up when standing up. If you decide pet turtles are not the right fit for your family, don't release your turtles outside. Call your local reptile rescue, animal shelter, or pet store about options for safely rehoming your turtle. Releasing pets into the wild can disrupt wildlife and may be prohibited by law in certain states. So as far as businesses go, don't sell or distribute turtles with shells less than four inches long. That's a federal law, and it bans the sale of distribu distribution of these turtles as pets. Next, educate customers about how to stay healthy around turtles. This poster provides information on how to stay healthy around turtles. So this poster you can view, and I will also... Bam put that link up for you okay that link would be cdc.gov slash healthy pets slash publication slash healthy dash around dash reptiles dash and dash amphibians dot html dot com well they did a lot didn't they so um I can just read a few of these to you 
but I think we mentioned most of these already. Most of the things that um, are mentioned on this Stay Healthy Around Your Reptiles and Amphibians have, I've already read just about all of them, actually. Because they can carry germs even if they come off looking clean. That's what that said. So you want to also, just this is to educate the customers, consider putting the poster with this information on this information on it right by the turtle area and giving a copy to customers who are buying them. If you want to learn more about how to protect your customers and employees from salmonella and other diseases shared between animals and humans, read a con read a compendium 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 of measures to prevent zoonotic diseases associated with non-traditional pets so again that is a com compendium c-o-m-p-e-n-d-i-u-m of measures to prevent zoonotic z-o-o-n-o-t-i-c diseases associated with non-traditional pets so once again symptoms of salmonella most people infected with salmonella experience diarrhea, fever, and stomach cramps. Symptoms usually start six hours to six days after swallowing the bacteria. Most people recover without treatment after four to seven days. Some people, especially children younger than five years, adults 65 years and older, and people with weakened immune systems may experience more severe illnesses that require medical treatment or hospitalization. So, for more information about salmonella, see the salmonella questions and answer page to visit the salmonella's questions and answers page please visit cdc.gov slash salmonella s-a-l-m-o-n-e-l-l-a slash general slash index dot html okay so, there is, there's, there's a couple. Okay. So, I had to find my way around the pages a little bit. So, actually, we have so many of these um, CDC warnings available. Um, not available, but uh, just up here right now. This is going to be a whole another segment I'm going to do tomorrow. And right now, I just want to jump straight to... There are, there are a couple guys. Let me just run them down. I'm not going to go into them, but we are definitely going to go into them in another day, which is tomorrow. So then we have this ice cream. We have a warning on ice cream, backyard poultry, hepatitis of unknown cause in children, coronavirus disease from 2019, lung injury associated with cigarette use or vaping, which we know, raw milk drug resistant brucella, measles outbreak from 2019, which apparently is still going on, outbreak of hepatitis A in multiple states among people who are homeless and people who are using drugs. International outbreaks, which we are dealing with, is the U.S. monkeypox outbreak, 
2022, and this is the one I want to talk about. Coronavirus disease, 2019, 2018, Ebola outbreak, Congo still dealing with it, 2017, Ebola outbreak in Congo, and that was 2017 once again. So, also, travel notices affecting international travelers, COVID-19 high, COVID-19 in Azerbaijan, moderate in Saba, moderate in Morocco. It's very, it's unknown in Benin, low in Saudi Arabia. That's a good thing. Moderate in Nambia, Namibia. I hope I said that right, you guys. And it's moderate in Cuba. Now, understanding outbreaks. In the last two years, CDC has sent scientists and doctors out more than 750 times to respond to health threats. Investigations of foodborne outbreaks, waterborne outbreaks. Now, further sources for content about specific outbreaks, you can visit multi-state foodborne outbreaks, hepatitis A outbreaks, U.S. outbreaks linked to contact with animals and animal products, health alert networks, recent outbreaks and incidents, and morbidity and mortality weekly reports, okay? So, my main subject that I want to talk about is this monkey topic I saw right now. Sorry about that. Real life, and you know, um, I have no control over other people. So, monkey pox outbreaks is what I want to discuss, and I'll come back to that with you guys in a minute. Okay. So, um, yeah, that was a, that was a good little little drop. All right. So that's what you can look for to seeing some information about. If you want to join that podcast, you already know what to do. Use the contact information or the book now. All right. Universal Spirit Music 8 Podcast Live. Universal Spirit Music Podcast Live. Universal Spirit Music 8. You can also check me out on Instagram, Gemini21. Um, Gemini21Ray and Universal Spirit Music 8. All right. I'm out. What's up, you guys? It's Gemini21. A.K.A. Ray the Lamb. And you're tuning in to Universal Chit Chat. B.K.A. Universal Spirit Music Gate. Excuse my pauses. I'm just checking my surroundings, y'all. So, um, what's up my Instagrammers and what's up my podcast interactive listeners? So, join me right now as I continue talking about the different, um, I want to say outbreaks and pandemics that are going on right now. As we listen to a little bit of this good old third eye music, this penal gland music, pineal gland. You know, it's a lot of different ways people, um, people pronounce that. So, um, what I was talking about, I was talking about this, uh, Stopped at the small turtles for the U.S. based outbreaks. Now I'm gonna go to the next one, which is ice cream listeria infections. Okay, so basically, you guys, there is listeria that has been found in ice cream. 
that says vanilla ice cream big a loaf creamery don't get it big a loaf creamery located in sarasota florida 34232 y'all can find that Okay, y'all. I uh, I had to take a quick taking, but I know that my Instagram is gonna be off, so it's okay. You can go catch it on the um on my podcast, Google uh Gemini Twenty One, right? You'll find that podcast, and you can go catch up on this particular segment about different pandemics and outbreaks and whatnot. Yeah, so let me make sure this music isn't doing too much. So, it was brought to my attention that, you know, people may not know exactly what it is that I'm talking about when I'm saying different things like E. coli and salmonella and listeria or whatnot. Um, they may know of these things and I'm informing you guys about, you know, the symptoms, the signs and the symptoms and side effects of it, but not telling you exactly what it is, you know. So, uh, first of all, we were talking about E. coli and that was an unknown food source announced in 2022 outbreak, right? So, let me let you know what E. coli is. E. coli are strands for hold on y'all okay so Escher Rashia coli which is a type of bacteria most commonly we hear about it in raw or un- undercooked hamburger meat man i know y'all have heard about that that's why they say wash your hands and the surfaces and everything when you're in there cooking with that raw meat but they say it first raw hamburger meat but it does appear in like chicken and everything else too and then we have this salmonella because when we were younger i heard a lot about salmonella outbreaks and in case i missed it my instagrammers this is gemini 21 aka ray the lamb and you are tuning into universal chit chat bka universal spirit music aid i just messed it all up bka universal spirit music aid i had like split thoughts or whatever and you can check out my Facebook page at Universal Spirit Music Podcast Live. And also Universal Spirit Music Age. And you can also check it out at Universal Spirit Music USM8. Spirit Music AUSM8. Alright, man. So, Simonella 
better known as salmonellosis. It's an infection with a bacteria called salmonella. Salmonella lies in, oh, I'm sorry, y'all, I sound a little slow. Salmonella lives in the intestinal tract of animals, including birds. Salmonella are usually transmitted to humans by eating food contaminated with animal species. Not, let me just say something seriously. That right there is why I truly believe that you know we shouldn't be eating from animals because of things like that. I mean, yeah, we can take things from all types of sources, but the particular the fact that this this infection that's so dangerous to us comes from eating animals that are contaminated with animal species. This is foods that are contaminated with animal species. You gotta be smart here. Animals contain feces. You know what I'm saying? Keeping it real, honey. And if you eating on an animal, you gotta be cautious of the fact that you might come in contact with some feces. You know, look at how many people eat chitlins out here. You never know. You you might be just getting some feces and just not be affected by it. You know what I'm saying? Come on now. Okay, so it is just to me a, a karmatic energy that's coming back around because you want to eat on these animals. I'm sorry, y'all, once again, but then you can't deal with the consequences that come afterwards. I mean, we really shouldn't be eating these animals anyway. You know what I mean? And I feel personally also that if we eat these animals, you, you can eat the person standing next to you because they contain all the same thing this animal contains, just about. Almost equally, if not equally. And we, as the animals, contain feces. So, I just believe that when we come into certain things like this, we can contain these things if we don't indulge in these things because I don't I don't think it's really necessary. Who said we can't survive without eating meat? We can, right? Alright, so every year approximately approximately forty thousand cases of salmonella salmonellasis are reported in the United States. Okay? So, uh, what's up, Nex? Next up, I'm going to be talking about this Listeria with this ice cream. Listeria, a.k.a. Listeriosis, is a serious infection usually caused by eating food contaminated with the bacterium Listeria monocytogens. An estimated 1,600 people get this. Click in and get a little bit more. So I'm gonna read this one real quick. So this this ice cream listeria infections announced in 2022. Hmm. How many people knew about that? Food alert. Food safety alert. And behind this, you got illnesses like 25. I didn't even go into the detail of what all these fast facts. According to all these outbreaks, I'm messing up, you guys. I wonder what I'm gonna do about that. Am I gonna go back and get it, or am I gonna 
start over. These are the bloopers I'm talking about, you guys. It's on the real life bloopers, man. So let me just tell you real quick that this ice cream um, outbreak with the cysteria, it has illnesses are 25, hospitalizations are 24, deaths only one, and states 11 of them. Recalled? Yes. Investigation status is, status is still active. All right. So seeing as how I missed a lot of information that I really prefer to give you guys, I probably am going to do this again. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to... I just got no organization here. But I just, you know, want y'all to experience me working on this. And if I'm messing up or not, that's cool. You just get that part too. But I'm not going to take this blooper out. I promise I won't. You just get past and be like, I'm going to the, the right one. That's, that's what you do. Go ahead and keep that up there. Can't believe I missed all that information. That's what I get for trying to speed through, though. You know? Moving so fast. Not thinking enough. This monkey pox. Let me just jump to this monkey pox so y'all can get this. I'm going to still talk about it again. But this is what really wanted to make me just get on here. Like, let me talk about what's going on right now that everybody is going around where I'm at in this discussion. So we got this 2022 outbreak, right? So we got 20,733 cases in the U.S. Now, as far as deaths, none confirmed. And over the global class, we got 54,911. All right, it's monkey box, additional monkey box data. Okay, now they're not trying to give me no info. What's, what's going on? Oh, you want to know why? Because I'm probably not supposed to give it to you now. I probably need to wait a little bit. Additional monkey box data. Not enough. Give you some things about the vaccine here. But it is not telling me. There we go. I want to know what it is about monkey pox. Okay, real quick, you guys. Monkey pox is a rare disease caused by an infection with the monkey pox virus. Monkey pox virus is part of the same family of viruses as variola virus. The virus that causes smallpox, which was one of the issues in the first place. Well, one another another one of the issues with smallpox that we weren't really hearing about a lot. So monkeypox symptoms are similar to smallpox symptoms, but milder, and monkeypox is rarely fatal. Monkeypox is not related to chickenpox. Monkeypox was discovered in 1958 when two outbreaks of pox-like disease occurred in colonies of monkeys kept for research. Hmm, I wonder how that got there. Now, y'all know I'm going to hit that subject one of these days coming up with all these conspiracy theories and these um, experimental research laboratories that they have where they be working on people and animals. I'm going to get there because I'm into all that weird stuff that floats in my boat. Uh, um, if you guys got want to hit that subject before me or got any information you want to add to it before I do, then jump into it jump into it 
All right, so monkeypox was discovered in 1958 when two outbreaks of pox-like diseases occurred in colonies of monkeys kept in research. For research, despite being named monkeypox, the source of the disease remains unknown. However, African rodents and non-human primates like monkeys might harbor the virus and infect people. The first human case of monkeypox was recorded in 1970 prior to the 2022 outbreak. Monkeypox has been reported in people in several Central and Western African countries. Previously, oh, almost all monkeypox cases in people outside of Africa were linked to international travel to countries where the disease commonly occurs or through important animals. Well, so what are the important animals that they're talking about? So let me look at that again. Almost all monkeypox cases in people outside of Africa were linked to international travel to countries where the disease commonly occurs or through imported, oh, imported animals. That was my fault, y'all. I didn't get to my word. Imported animals. Animals that sh- shouldn't be transported from one state to another, apparently imported. These cases occurred on multiple continents. That's what monkeypox is, y'all. Okay. What other information we need real quick before I jump off? Let's see. How it spreads. This is the main one we're talking about. So this is what we got to get this information for. So monkeypox spreads in a few different ways. Close or intimate contact. Money. Monkeypox can spread to... Anyone through close personal, often skin-to-skin contact, including direct contact with monkeypox, rash, scabs, or body fluids from a person with monkeypox, touching objects, fabrics, see y'all, come on, man, touching objects, fabrics, clothing, bedding, or towels, and surfaces that have been used by someone with monkeypox, contact with respiratory secretions. This direct contact can happen during intimate contact, including oral, anal, and vaginal sex, or throughout the genitals, the penis, the testicles, labia, and vagina, or anus, the butthole, or, uh, wow, this is what they say, you guys, of a person with monkeypox, hugging, massages, and kissing, prolonged face-to-face contact. Touching fabric, fabrics and objects during sex that were used by a person with monkeypox and that have not been disinfected, such as bedding, towels, fetish gear, and sex toys. A person with monkeypox monkey can spread it to others from the time symptoms start until the rash has fully healed and fresh layer of skin has formed. The illness typically lasts two to four weeks, monkeypox, and pregnancy. A pregnant person can spread the virus to their fetus throughout the placenta. Infected animals. It's also possible for people. I need some speech classes tonight, y'all. It is also possible for people to get monkeypox from infecting infected animals, either by being scratched or bitten by the animal, or by preparing or eating meat or using products from an infected animal. Last but not least, scientists are still researching. If the virus can be spread when someone has no symptoms, how often monkeypox is spread through respiratory secretions or when a person with monkeypox symptoms might be more likely to spread the virus through respiratory secretions. 
Rather, monkeypox can be spread through semen, vaginal fluids, urine, or feces. So these are all still things that are being researched right now. All right. So that being said, since the, the main thing was monkeypox and what I was getting to, um, I'll be back with the rest of these weird, crazy outbreaks that are coming out this year. And I want to say this, that, um, you know, with this monkeypox situation, they also say, but I guess they're not saying it in these documentations and it's the truth, but it is kind of embarrassing for some people. So I do apologize if it's offensive to anyone, but they also say that monkeypox comes from, um, homosexuality, like people who are homosexual. So men and that sleep with other men is something that they, kind of targeted well I want to say targeted but they zoomed in on as one of the main reasons and causes for the spread of this monkeypox viruses so I do want to put that out there for people who may not be aware because um that may be the situation that's going on and also before I jump off of here I want to mention the fact that all these outbreaks and these pandemics are to me part of what's going on spiritually in religion and has something to do with all these different plagues that are coming out and we can also jump into that conversation so once again if you guys want to touch any of these subjects with me join my podcast or just have uh, some insight then I'm with it I'm with it if you with it I'm ready to hear I'm ready to receive and I'm ready to chit chat are you ready to chit chat with me so um check out these podcasts you can even go back in the past and check out some of my old podcasts i think there's some useful information on some of these and you can just see how my podcast had first started how it was being constructed and how it's grew and gotten better more organized and even some places where i've messed up if you think i need some improvement hey shout it out holla at me let me know emails universal spirit music at gmail.com and once again, um, check out all my other links. Go book an appointment now if you want to join the podcast, be a part of the podcast. Check out my other services. There are certain stipulations, but not many to apply. So all you got to do is do a little bit of reading. It's not that difficult. Um, I'm everywhere, y'all. So check me out. Join this interactive live podcast with me and become a part of this great universal team. I'll have at you guys a little bit later. And enjoy the rest of your day, your evening, and your night. I'm out.